0: I honestly appreciated more of the shorter levels or levels that took maybe about fifteen to twenty minutes to complete, such as like the train level and the in con- the construction site. Guys, um, some of the later levels,
1: I
2: just hit like the space especially bar again.
1: I hit the spacebar.
2: <laughs> <actually> <laughs> How's that? Yeah, work? I sure did. No, okay, I, I paused right my then. recording. Um, can you hit play again? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, hitting play is not the button; oh. it's the record That's, button. You're right. You're right. Let me just write that down. Yeah. Sorry.
1: You're good. You're good.
2: (laughs) There was like a speck of dust on my space button, and my ADHD was like, get it. (laughs) Get it now. So how's Dota Auto Chess, James? Sorry. Not playing Dota. (laughs) Jesus.
0: Now recording.
1: All right. Try to, Adam. Here. Zoe. Hello. James. Here. Gabe. Present. Wow. All oh, I said. I said, but say here. But no.
3: Yeah. That... <laughs> All right. Yeah. Again, looking at that, it's like I w- I was clenching my fists when Zoe said, uh,
2: "What was it?" hi, or whatever that was. She said hello.
0: It's my cheery disposition. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. It It, it, breaks on
2: Adam's nerves.
0: (laughs) Yeah,
3: my my, my dour sensibilities are offended, so. Yeah, cheeriness is not welcome here.
1: Yeah. That just like reminds um, me of if anyone's ever really mad, and you just go up to them and you're like, "You are really mad."
3: Like that does not work very well. <laughs> <laughs> Have you, why did you think that would work, McCoy? Oh, because they were. No,
0: so I think this is the perfect time to say that. Um, so this past, uh, well, the past two weeks when we were recording the Cat Lady, uh, my boyfriend Brandon was listening to all of the episodes. And the first comment I get from him as he's listening to it on his way from work, I get a text from him being like, damn, I don't think I've ever heard Adam be so angry in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrifying. I don't want to get on his bad side. I'm just like,
3: it, it's funny because um, I, I wasn't really even that mad. Like, I didn't feel
4: anger. It was just like.
0: Oh, you, but you sounded angry. That's
4: oh, sure. yeah. No, I definitely did. It was all at McCoy for trying to defend it. I know. How no, I? it
3: was more at McCoy for failing to defend it. Mm.
0: <laughs> mm. All right, that's that's Seems another subjective. argument for another time. I've I, yeah. I've opened up a can let's, of. Let's
3: uh, let's do introductions and then talk about a game that is not Cat Lady.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, Cat Lady episode three coming in. Just like we got some shit to deal
3: with.
1: <laughs> um, okay. Yes, let's do introductions.
3: Adam, you want to take us away? sure yeah um i'm adam stafford i'm mostly like talking about mechanics but despite popular opinion i do not hate narrative games that doesn't seem true but yeah okay
2: yeah that feels like a lie <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right hey i'm mccoy i do like narrative games and i apparently hate mechanical games so like i'm like the exact antithesis or opposite of what adam is and
4: um it's rad <laughs> it's great being me <laughs>
0: All right, I'm Zoe. I'm the narrative game darling of the group. Therefore, Adam hates me.
3: Wow, but... I just
2: am getting a lot of to me today, huh? Yeah, yeah. That's he
3: literally just is, said despite session.
2: popular opinion, and now we learn why this is the popular opinion. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> God, do you remember that one time Adam says that Dark Souls was really bad, and he wrote it in chat?
5: Mm.
1: I do
2: remember that. <laughs> yeah, that was weird, huh? Seems out of character. Anyways, <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Uh, hi, I'm James Harrell. Um, I'm uh, only medium okay at games. Like, for example, I have a perfect losing record in my Smash League. How many games? Oh, I would games be right along play? with
0: you.
2: <laughs> uh, we're on, like, game seven or something like that. And I've Damn. lost every single one. My man?
4: Yeah. It's pretty fun. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'm Gabe, and I still like you, Adam. Don't worry. <laughs> wow, you're safe here.
2: Touching.
1: <laughs> it's dangerous to align yourself with Adam on this podcast. <laughs> you know, McCoy. I'm gonna do it just despite you. Wow. That sounds like Gabe, to be honest. Gabe, literally, I'll be like, dude, you should play this game. And he's like, oh, I've never heard of it. Sounds like it's terrible. Like just I recommended <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Yo, has anybody been no, playing I, anything this week? And I say this in a completely selfish way because I've been playing something else this week that I want to talk about lightly before we start.
3: anybody else? Um, I've been playing a little bit of Final Fantasy V, a game that was released in like the, the freaking nineties or whatever. But That's a good game. Now you get to talk about Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice. Oh, I didn't. Of course.
4: Um, no. How
5: <laughs> did <laughs> you mention it?
4: No, I just think it's interesting. Hey, McCoy, before that, uh, when are you going to play Insurgency with me? Oh, Insurgency? Hmm. Yeah. It's a good question. No, I have that game. Because I've been playing that this week. This week?
3: Yeah. I have that game. I thought it was not great, but I would play it with you. Nice. <laughs> I know you side with Gabe, or you know he sides with
1: you. Sorry, Adam, and then like instantly, Adam just burns him alive, just like. <laughs> it, it 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 might have been
3: covered by the fact that the the server that I kept joining um, when I hit quick play was the Make America Great Again server.
0: Oh God, that would make any
3: game terrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I guess it so that's was, a rough start. What is that like? Though, was I'm just, just
1: curious. Like, did, can they actually do anything to the game, or is it just the server title?
3: Like everyone was was reasonable, but I just knew that they were like really excited about uh, shooting particular kinds of people in the face when they were playing this game. It is tough to have, you
1: know, basically Next. like terrorists the you game. You
3: mean libtards?
4: I don't think, no. I think you mean terrorists. What did they uh, yeah. What did they do when they had to s- switch sides? I, I don't know. Um, probably just make <laughs> more Islamophobic
3: racist assumptions about everything, and, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's nice I to know that
1: you put all this on these people without them having said anything. That's, you know, always a nice no, place they said, to start
2: from. They said, I'm going to join the Make America Great Again server. Well, Adam a did so. Them had, so. A lot of them had the tags.
3: Um, yeah, anyway, um, so that's that.
1: Okay. So have you guys heard about this uh, game called Sekiro? No. <laughs> I don't know. I just I just think it's cool. Um, it's a it's a huge departure from Dark Souls. So I think it's like definitely I'm curious. I'm, I'm staying away from like popular opinion right now. But I'm curious eventually when I check back in if people are like mad about that. I could see that. It's different. It's more like a Neo. I don't know if anyone played Neo. But it's more like a Neo meets Ninja Gaiden from back in the day. The 3D one. And it's rad. I've been having a lot of fun so far. So I just think, like, shout out to that game. If you like Dark Souls games and you're willing to have an experience that is different but is similar, if you if you're willing to be have a lightly different experience than the one that you already had, um, give it a try. It's fun. I think. McCoy, okay, is there a halberd in it? Not yet. It's in fact, you don't. It does not seem like you switch weapons at all. Like it's, uh, you start with a, uh, you know, whatever katana. And that's pretty much what you have. And instead you unlock moves and there are skill trees and there are like bloodborne style, like side weapons that you can get attached to your arm. So it is not one of those like enemies drop weapons and you try their move sets out. It's like, you kind of craft your own move set based on experience points. It's very different. but um, super cool.
2: Though so it's like, it's like feudal Japan, but you have a mega man arm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And their arm is really long. Like, it's really uncomfortable to see your proportions because your arms are so long.
2: It's like, (laughs) it's it's uncomfortable. You're like, dude, whoa, put that away. Um, I've actually watched an hour of day nine playing that game. Hmm. It was pretty cool. So I'm curious how we're going
3: to tie this back to Human Fall Flat, the game we actually played this week. Well, that was just it. (laughs) <laughs> segways. fuck segways just just do it man yeah. speaking um, of great segways uh human fall flat um so <laughs> game why did you pick
2: this game and and what what were your initial thoughts on this and also a short description of the game
4: uh so i picked human fall flat which Whoa. i would describe as a i don't know kind of like a physics based co-op puzzle solving adventure ish game um And I picked it just because it seemed like a lighthearted departure from the direction we had been going with uh, certain games. This shall not be named. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought it would be different and a fun way to uh, kind of switch things up. Cool.
1: I mean, it's definitely been like that for me. I don't know. I, I found it really refreshing as exactly as intended in that. You know, we just got. There was a couple groups that got together this week and just played it, and it was like one of those casual games where you don't have to like turn everyone's mic volume down so you can hear the dialogue, or you can hear the intense story, or the leaves crunching behind you as someone's trying to assassinate you, and then you fail, and then the whole party fails. It's nothing like that at all. It's just a fun little like adventure. You get to talk, hang out. It was really fun. I mean, I don't know. Anyone else just enjoyed that change of pace?
3: Yeah. Yeah. It was basically like a. It, it, it's interesting because it almost wasn't gamey in the sense that like there are technically there is technically an objective and you could like be kind of serious about moving towards that objective. Um but like for the most part, like it was kind of just a physics sandbox to goof around with your friends in and you know, push them off cliffs and, and things like that. Um and uh I actually <laughs> this morning I was curious, and so I looked a, looked up a speed run of this game. Nice. Um, they solve, I think, exactly two puzzles, um, over the course of, like, seven levels or whatever, um, and it takes them about eight minutes. They mostly just, like, physics, physics cheat their way, like, through the entirety of every level, um, and that's great, like, I think a mistake a lot of physics-based games, physics-based puzzlers make is that there is, like, one solution, um, and executing on that solution can be sometimes kind of difficult. Like, thinking back to, like, Angry Birds or something like that, which I haven't really played, but I've played a lot of games similar to that back in the day. And, like, you know what you need to do. It's just a matter of getting exactly the right, like, angle and power necessary to make the thing happen. In Human Fall Flat, it's like, there's, like, 12 different ways to solve the puzzle, and some of them aren't even solutions the people intended, necessarily. So, whatever, just get to the other side of the, who cares, just do it, have fun.
4: Yeah, yeah good. it was actually something that impressed me with McCoy was on like the second or third level, the one what introduces the cranes. While Zoe and I were going like the the set route that you you know usually would go, McCoy was off in the corner just building a pile of mattresses <laughs> to get past like eighty percent of the level. Yeah, I, just, oh my I God. saw a <laughs> ledge
1: and I was like, "What's up there? I think I could get there if I stacked mattresses." And I tried to like solicit help from people, like, "Hey guys, bring a mattress." And everyone's like, <laughs> no and i just hear them like slowly but surely solving puzzles getting checkpoints and i'm just slowly but surely building this fortress that allows me to like jump up to one level jump up to the next level jump to the next level and then get to the next section and it was awesome it was really fun um and they just totally let you do that because like they don't care like i agree with was sort of what adam's saying it's like they just don't care they're like do, do whatever you want to do man you know
3: yeah so it was very much a lighthearted hearted game and that like it's not it's not like you're playing Dungeons and Dragons and you solve a puzzle, like, the wrong way and the DM's, like, mad at you or whatever. It's just, like, yeah, man, get from point A to point B or not. I don't care. Here's some fun tools to play with.
1: Yeah. And there definitely were a lot of fun tools. Like, for instance, like, they... Did you guys play that level where it's, like, you take one boat to another boat to another boat to another boat? You know? Like, and you have to, like, (laughs) chain these boats together. So, like, first you get, like, the sailboat or whatever and then you go to, like, this, like you know, wooden raft that then you go to a motorboat that then goes to a large, like f- freighter boat.
2: I did not get to that level. Unfortunately.
1: It's just fun. <clears throat> it's just like, eh, well we made a bunch of weird things that barely control. Sounds
4: awesome. Do you want to just
1: use
2: them?
4: <laughs> <laughs> piloting that big boat is nuts? It's the game is very quappy,
3: which I think like, you know, the old flash game. Quop. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. It's very much like it's a game where um it's not just about getting from point A to point B, but it's also conquering the purposely janky controls that the game gives you. Like one thing I was thinking about, besides like I was thinking about Klopp um that you mentioned, Adam, but also like something like Surgeon Simulator is another game that I thought of where it's just like, yeah, you know what you need to do. But you have to, like, master your purposely janky hands to perform the surgery, and it never really quite works out the way you want it to. Um, and so that was definitely a part of the game that was, like, a little bit, like, frustrating yet fun to deal with was the actual controls of the game. Um, just because you're a little doughy gumby like character doesn't quite always do what you want it to do no matter how hard you try
1: i feel like that's like an equalizer tactic like they just want everyone to kind of have to some degree a poor control of what's happening so that there isn't like a huge skill disparity that being said when we joined in with gabe and he's literally at the end of the level in like two and a half seconds because he's parkouring like a ninja um <laughs> that start like no it was, it was so funny because we just joined and like zoe and i can barely get on like the first thing to jump to the next thing and then gabe's like i'm in a cave um
3: <laughs> I see squares. Like, <laughs> but um, that was kind of how it worked out when i was playing with you and zoe and brandon
1: yeah, because you like, had just joined yeah. <laughs> in, like just randomly, and you were like, "Yo, give no. me the tutorial real quick." And I'm like, "Oh, there's only one thing." <laughs> it's... Yeah, and and then, I was in, and then I was immediately better than all of you, actually. Right, exactly. And then you were in the cave, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's just it's just fun. It's fun to like not be as good and to not have like like to just mess up and there's no real punishment for anything other than maybe you moved something incorrectly and now you've lost a crate or something but it doesn't really matter like you never need any of that stuff it's just like if you want
3: to i think that's important is it like it's really hard this game makes it really hard to get frustrated it's like i could see a game with bad controls like this and i mean they're deliberately bad so maybe bad isn't quite the right term but Mm. uh deliberately hard to control characters and like wacky physics happening like you have to work hard to make sure that players wouldn't get frustrated by that. Um, and I think the frequent checkpoints and the kind of inconsequentiality of like doing certain things, um, makes it a lot easier. Ah, that actually
1: brings me to my one gripe with this game, which is that I think the checkpoints should have had one extra layer of, um, consent, I guess, to be moved to them. Cause for instance, when Gabe is like just dominating the level because he's done it before and Zoe's trying to do some of the previous jumps and in fact, Zoe and I are both trying to do the previous jumps and we can't make it. He can hit that checkpoint and then it'll skip us past those those um, uh, challenges, which is obviously intentional because they don't want anyone to be necessarily stuck. But it would have been nice to say like, do you want to warp to the next section or do you want to keep working on this? Um, I agree.
5: <clears throat>
1: I could see I that being that a
3: problem, be but I could also see it it being like it's important for the group to stay together in a certain way like you can solve all these puzzles solo this is a game that you can play solo and there are a few cheats not cheats but like ninja solutions that become available when you have more than one person um but like keeping the group together i think is important because for it to really be a multiplayer game you need to be playing with other people and not just in the same place as other people so here's a question, right? And this is a player
1: behavior question, and it's all just theory. But is it the job of the designer to keep the people together, or should these people communicate with each other like friends and tell each other to wait up?
3: <laughs> uh, so when I was playing with James this morning, uh, I opened up a lobby and, like, instantaneously some rando jumped in. Um, I, had, I had to kick them. I felt a little bit bad, but. Sorry, buddy. No friends know. allowed here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I, I don't know what, what was. <laughs> I kinda question what the, the purpose of that is. I wonder if this person was going through the game for the first time or if this person was like I don't know, just reliving some old levels with random people on the internet or like trying to show people tricks or something. I don't know what this person's goal was because I kicked him immediately before letting them say
1: <laughs> <laughs> talk to him. <laughs> That's like a dude came over to your table and you're just like no and got up and left. Like, yeah, basically, <laughs> or push them away from the table more yeah.
3: more accurate metaphor
1: you had like three backpacks and you put them on all the available seats and you're just like dude no no bro <laughs> i carry my backpack full of backpacks just for the situation <laughs> but, but wait i want to explore this a little more because i'm curious i think this applies to a lot of game design like I, I think a lot about looters like diablo and there are different ways you can do that loot system uh and even world of warcraft right where there can be loot that the entire world has, meaning it's dropped and anyone can pick it up and anyone can trade it to anyone. And then, of course, there's a griefing that can happen there where someone steals your shit or they take something that wasn't their turn or whatever and they do something that pisses you off, right? But the upside of that is that you're able to, like, you know, for instance, when Elena and I play Borderlands, like, we were constantly managing not only our own inventories but each other's inventories. I would know what weapons she wanted and I would save them and give them to her. And I would give her upgrades intentionally to try to have her armament set up as well as mine. Um, And when you sort of decide as the designer that you aren't willing to let these people sort of make their own choices of how to play together, that feels a little strange to me. Like, I feel the same here. Like, I'm forcing you to be together because I don't trust you to not. And I think that's fun. And you're wrong. Don't you think that's all strange?
3: So... There are certain, like, players shouldn't necessarily always have a choice. Um, just for, like, if you will, the greater good. It's sort of a really nebulous way of putting it. The greater like, good. <laughs> 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 but, like, the game designers have to have a system that works for most, like, play styles. So, I think they were working with the assumption that sometimes people would be playing, or even most of the time, perhaps... Um, people would be just joining lobbies online and playing with people and trying to figure out what's going on and just goofing around with, like, you know, six other uh, (laughs) blobby total humans. Um, And in that case, I think keeping people together is important, because otherwise you're not really playing together. And I think it could have been nice to have, like, an option when you're playing with, like, a private group or something like that to not have this. Um, That could have been nice, but, like, how would they have implemented that? Would they have had to have like some setting buried in the options? That's kind of undesirable. Um, Would you like, would they give you pop-ups because pop-ups are like bad from a UI perspective in this particular context? Like how would you, how would you have implemented it without losing the um, cohesion of the multiplayer experience? Yeah. I mean, it definitely could have been a setting along
1: with like making the group private so people don't join, but I just wonder, because if you think of all of our experiences, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone, but did anyone play with random people or did everyone play with their friends? Well,
2: I, yeah, played, all... I played with Adam or by myself.
4: I've played with uh, random people in the past, and from my experience, it's been like very like black or white. It's either, you know, it's like the person's kind of first time. They're like with you every step of the way, kind of figuring out as you are, um, as you guys go. And I've had the people who are there just to kind of fuck you over (laughs) and just, like, intentionally uh, mess with you and, you know, like, grab you and try to, like, pull you off the edge.
1: To Um, be fair, I had that same experience in groups with my friends.
0: (laughs) I mean, I guess the mode of griefing that could happen in this game is not nearly as severe as what happens in other multiplayer games. Like, I feel like the only extent it would be would be exactly what Gabe said. Like, someone just drags you off the edge constantly. But there also are ways to, like, combat that and fight back, I guess. And sure, it's annoying. But I think that's the extent of the griefing.
3: I mean, you can, like, dislodge physics objects and stuff like that. And, you know, people build a bridge and you tear it down or whatever. You can point aggressively. (laughs)
1: No, but it's just it's funny to me because if you make your own group right even if you allow random people i still think you can kick right because adam you're saying you can kick so it just feels like eh, if that guy's not playing by and by the way throwing people off the side it's like it's all um it's all perspective that guy's trying to have fun in his own way for sure and it is fun (laughs) to throw people off the edge so like but if you're if that's not the type of fun you want then fine it's time to use the kick button What's the game
3: that these people should be playing? I think there's a game called Gang Beasts, which is... Mm. Yes. It, yeah. Is that basically Human Fall Flat Fight Club? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Adam <laughs> wants Cohesion. Let's pick it next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, it's my pick and no. Oh, um, <laughs> oh. so you don't believe in your idea that much. I get it. I believe my idea if we like go into... This wasn't recorded earlier. So anyone who is trying to actually listen to this podcast, be like, what the fuck is happening? Um, but... Yeah, I think it could be fun. We'll talk about that later. Thank
2: goodness no one is. Ha ha.
3: (laughs) (laughs) At least two people listen to this podcast because we have asked them to. Yeah, my dad. My dad's one of them.
2: Hell yeah. (laughs) My dad said he would listen to it if I sent him a link, so I should do that. Wow. Wow. You know, just do your part to spread the word. <laughs> Send a link. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> that's the easy
1: one right there. Thanks, like,
2: Comment and subscribe. <laughs> um, yeah, but... Follow us yeah. on Instagram. But and, yeah, I
3: think the strongest suit of this game is is that there are lots of solutions to, like, every puzzle. Like, there were a few puzzles that only really had, like, one major solution, I felt. But, like, most of them I could see, like, two or three ways to solve that solve the puzzle um and those are like even like reasonable solutions not that you can not the kind of solutions that you like abuse physics to just climb up a wall because you can definitely do that can you Um, really yes so i I was watching i was actually climbing after you left the group i figured out how to climb just go just scale walls directly vertically really Um, oh my god yeah And you can also apparently make super long jumps by, like, reaching your arms out in front of you and bunny hopping. So, like, if you look at the speedrun for this game, it's, like, this person just, like, flies over every obstacle and, like, gets into, like, not the skybox, but gets on top of all the geometry of the level and just jumps to the end, pretty much. Um, That's crazy. So, like, for the most part in this game, uh, it it kind of just says, it's like, hey, here are some puzzles if you want to solve them. Um, like actually Zoe and Brandon and I ended up solving, I think in Aztec, which was apparently the original last level. Um, you can solve this thing by jumping across a bunch of platforms and dodging these swinging hammers that knock you off. Um, but the way we ended up solving it was to deliberately get smacked by the first hammer and hold on just long enough to catapult yourself to the end of of that sequence. That's awesome. (laughs) That's awesome. Like, yeah, no, it super is like, there's lots of really cool things you can do in this game yeah and yeah and
0: like a lot of the solutions may or may not make your progress simpler like it was it was funny watching brandon play this after having played the first levels like with you guys and watching him playing the first levels by himself Mm. and it's the uh the train level when you first learn that you can like push and pull uh these little uh train cars and uh one way that you can go about doing the level is that you just walk through some doors, you, you know, tug and push on some train cars, and then you'll get to this like final level where you have to hold on to a column and move the train car with your feet to get to the end of the level. But what Brandon found was he walked forward and there was just a pile of rubble there and he literally painstakingly took every piece of rubble (laughs) off the pile into his own pile and there's actually a little secret passageway that you could do underneath the area
5: oh really that
0: um gets you to that final column pushing area but i just thought it was so funny (sighs) because he's just like he has this lantern and he's in this like maze uh in the dark and i'm just like this isn't the train level. He's like, oh, yeah, it's the train level. I'm like, I, I've never seen this before, but it was a whole different way. And granted, going the other way that we went was much easier than just painstakingly you know, taking the rocks. But it was just interesting that they had that secondary way. Mm-hmm. that you could go about doing it Well, that's... there's
3: a third way if you're really skilled which is to just climb up that train there's like a train that has crashed through a train station right yeah um, and you can just climb up that train get on top of it run to the last area climb on top of another train and then just jump to the exit
1: <laughs> what, what like, i think is so interesting about these different versions like just not different versions different ways is that it's not just like the typical, where it's like when you see a speedrun, you're like, okay, so there's two paths to this game. There's normal, and then there's I glitched through this wall and was at the exit in three and a half seconds. (laughs) It's like there are like three versions of how to get through this, and then there's also still on top of that the, oh, hey, I whatever Adam was talking about, where you can just scale a wall and like fly across (laughs) to the end. But they have like three other ones that are like reasonable and normal, and you might actually do, and you might actually find before you even get to the crazy, I broke the game strat. So that's just—it's just like so so much variety in terms of how to approach. It's it's really really a lot of fun. I think it reminds term, me of.
3: Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Adam. I, I think the term for that is is a negative possibility, not a negative opportunity space or something. I I've, I'm mangling this, but this is something that uh, the extra credits people talk about, where if a player sees something and says, "I think this should be possible," or like, "I think there might be something there." it's important for the game designers to put something there and reward the players for finding that. So in this game, it's kind of like, hey, what's in this area? And if you explore it, there's almost always something there. Like in the water level, um, I found a pipe that leads to a dark area. Uh, And like we ended up not going over there. We ended up taking a different route to the level. But like clearly there was a, a branching path there because you could solve that particular sequence several ways and they just filled in that design space so that you can get from places to other places the way that makes the most sense to you.
5: Yep.
4: Absolutely. And I remember, uh, on the, what is it? The, the castle level when there's that broken like bridge and you have to move the cart, uh, there to, um, to bridge the gap. Remember McCoy to be like, no, I think we can, we can go a different way. (laughs) And, I was like sitting over there waiting for them to push the cart over. But McCoy's like, I think we can, we can climb this, just climb the cart and get onto the roof here and then jump to the, to the other side of the bridge. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, all right, fine, McCoy.
3: Like that's the solution <laughs> that I saw first when I was playing net level with James. Um, and then I chose to do it the the like quote unquote correct way, like the most obvious way. But like, it's clear that that was a designed option that they put in the game. It's not like you're glitching that first cart into the wrong area to abuse having extra tools to get from place to place. It's just like, these are tools that you are given that are given
2: to you. You can yeah. use them if you want. Yeah, that's what I thought was so much fun about the game. It's just the like joy of discovery. <clears throat>
3: yeah this is interesting because it is in direct contrast to the cat lady where the cat lady (laughs) did not do the job of filling up the negative design space well no like (laughs) i mean this is a short note but like the the the, the problem that i had with the receptionist going away and you can just look at some files like to me that makes a lot of sense and i think that was like a very reasonable solution to the the problem and because they just like kind of said no that's not in the game like that was really frustrating for me um more so than than it usually might be, because normally you, like, check under a staircase or something, and there's just nothing there, and it's just kind of a vague sense of disappointment. Whereas when it's like, I have the solution to the puzzle, I've figured something out, and the game tells you, no, you have to do it our way, like, that can be really bad in a puzzle game. And Human Fall Flat, like, makes sure that not only are there multiple solutions, um, but solutions that they didn't account for are, like, very reasonable to do.
1: Yeah, and it feels like it's just basic. It's like do anything you can to get to the exit. Like it's all fair game to us. Like whatever you want to yeah. do. Like I'm sure you could just make cheat and make the character fly, and then just go straight through the exit and it'd be like, nice. <laughs> like, it's, it, feels I just like it would celebrate a, uh, you.
4: <laughs> yeah, actually, just I just watched a, a speed run that like kind of like Adam was talking about. It's pretty crazy the the tactics they use. They're just like basically like Spider-Maning like around the level. Like, around the very edges to clear obstacles. It's pretty crazy that you can do that. Dude, I'm totally going to watch that shit. That
1: sounds so fun. Yeah. I don't know. This game was just fun. Like, I just appreciated just in taking a, you know... You don't have to, like, look at it with such a critical eye. You just can enjoy it. And just sit there Mm -hmm. and be like, okay, I know we want to use this catapult because catapults are fun. And I think we could maybe hit that drawbridge because that's fun. But... There's also a crack up there. What if we just try to hit that instead? What if we just set our goalposts differently and just try yeah. to hit that? And so then, you know, like it, it it you know what is really interesting about this game too, is that so okay, like fuck screw that other point I was saying. The point it's just more about like you can solve this as one person, but two people and, and more can actually really meaningfully help. Like it feels like there's a lot of working together that can be done to make this stuff easier. And I just really enjoyed that. Like, it was fun to have, like, Gabe and I manning this catapult where, like, I'm cranking it back. He's trying to position it. Maybe we're both pulling it to position it properly. And then Zoe's just getting sent missing because, like, we missed. We missed. We lined her up poorly. She hits the wall, falls down, has to run all the way back. And that's her role. And so we're just trying to, like, navigate this three-person system to, like, get her in that crack. Like, that's just fun. Um But it wasn't like we were all just doing a same choreographed single-player solution. Like, you could actually meaningfully help or meaningfully do cool things as multiple people, which was fun. Right.
2: Playing it single-player, did did any of you guys play this game single-player? Very briefly. No. I played, like, three levels single-player. And it was really fun. Um, But it definitely felt like um, I was, like, figuring out the solution there's a lot less um it it feels like with multiple people um there's way more opportunities to discover interesting ways around these, the 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 standard solution yeah i feel like some of those yeah, for sure third
1: and fourth tier things might not be available to a single person right
0: yeah and it's like a lot of the areas they just kind of toss you in and we've talked that there's like multiple ways to to solve each area and so like where one person sees a ledge to climb up on another person sees like a metal rod that they can manipulate to like pull their way over the wall or something like that and so just it's very interesting getting other people's mind processes and takes on the game yeah Um, and I wonder how much of like we've been talking about how fun this game is, and the way that it allows you to solve things multiple like in multiple ways, and I wonder how much that's also due to the fact that just the character that you man and the environment that you're in is just kind of hilarious. <laughs> like you play this little doughy character who's essentially a drunken toddler in its movements <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> <laughs> where you just kind of stumble around and you can grab things and your arm kind of stretches a comical way if you've grabbed something and you're trying to walk away with it and especially like the the climbing mechanic is really hilarious to watch in to it's a funny thing to watch uh another person do it because you just see this person and then you see their character just like lift their arms up and just start running and then jumping and just worming its way around. And I, like, the environments and the character you play are very simplistic. Um, There's really not a lot of detail in the game in terms of, like, actual scenery and setting. Um, It's very simplistic in that way. But I think that's what kind of made it charming as well, was that you could just, like, have this doughy little character that you can customize to your liking. Like I made mine a penguin and I just thought it was so fitting for my character's movements and just like flapping its arms around (laughs) looking like a penguin in flight. (laughs) But
1: Yeah. Watching Zoe move was so funny because it would just be like, not only was it a penguin, but it's like very like discreet motions. Okay. Left arm, right arm, look up, run, jump. Like, you know, just like you could feel the sequence. (laughs) And I feel like that's kind of how everyone is. And it just looks so ridiculous. Like, it's just so funny. I don't know. I I love that aspect. This honestly was the closest. This sounds so weird, but this was like the closest I've had to like a literal play date in like years of my life. (laughs)
5: Because that's what it
1: felt like. It was literally like... Not only are we going to, like, hang out at the sandcastle or whatever, but, like, someone's going to try to get up onto this, like, awkward ledge, and I'm going to have to, like, be paying attention to them, look over, grab them by the face, and pull them up. Because, goddamn. (laughs) And it's just fun. It's
3: just fun. Yeah. To Zoe's point, like, the production quality, I think, was actually really, really high on this. Like, in, in the sense that they had, like, actually really impressively good music for some reason, which was kind of bizarre. Like it was welcome, but it was strange. Um and like they didn't use textures, but that's like kind of um I don't want to say in vogue right now, but like that's a distinct style that you see sometimes. But they just don't use textures, but they use like really flat colours and just have uh or occasional patterns, but really nothing much to speak about. Um and then they just use the uh careful carefully um manipulated geometry to paint a picture for you. Um, so I think they put a lot of work into the environments, even if they aren't, like, uh, using textures for that. Like, in the train level, um, there's, like, an overgrown train station, and they put vines, like, little low-poly vines everywhere that are 3D-modeled vines that you can go climb on and stuff. Um, and I think they actually couldn't really have done much with textures anyways, because this game is so physics-based. If you have, like, flat painted vines on something it like doesn't fit because they aren't embodied physically and they don't don't interact with the physics so they can only really use flat pieces of geometry because that's the only thing that your weird little toddler man can interact with
1: yeah it's it's like i don't so they definitely put a lot of work into it but the question is like how how much and i don't mean this in like to denigrate it in any way i just mean like this is, falls into the category to me of like, oh damn, that was just such a good idea and so well executed that didn't have to be as hard as plenty of other games that try way harder and don't succeed nearly as hard as this. Like you just had a brilliant idea and a brilliant execution and it was so fun and like good for you. And it can be simple at times, but it doesn't mean that it's worse in any ways. It probably means it's like you're saying, it probably means it's better. Yeah, it was, it was red. Like I, I, I kind of got like, like, somewhat jealous of this game at times because I was like, This is such a great idea. I should have thought of this. Not like I would have ever done anything with that idea, but it's just like, Oh man, <laughs> this is so <laughs> simple. God damn, good for you. Um, yeah.
0: Like, think- I do oh, think, ahead. like, parts of the game had problems with length in a way. Um, I honestly appreciated more of the shorter levels or levels that took maybe about fifteen to twenty minutes to complete, such as like the train level and the in con- the construction site. Guys. Um some of the later levels
2: I just hit like the space especially bar again. I hit the spacebar. <laughs> <actually> <laughs> How's that Yeah work? I sure did. No, okay, I, I paused I my that. recording. Um can you hit play again? Yeah. Oh yeah I mean hitting play is not the button. Oh. It's the record That's, button. You're right, you're right. Let so. me just write that down. Yeah. Sorry. You're good. You're good. <laughs> there was were like we're a speck to play more of Dota Dota on my space button, and my ADHD was like, get it.
3: Get it now. <laughs> so, how's Dota Auto Chess, James? <laughs> Sorry.
2: Not playing Dota. <laughs> Jesus. Just giving you shit. <laughs> no. So sorry for interrupting Zoe. Can, please return to your point. Yes. Oh.
0: oh no, I was just saying I think like my one complaint was that I thought some of the levels went on a little bit too long.
5: Hmm. Um
0: like I believe the the boat one was a, was pretty long for what it was. Um I think we had spent like an hour and a half. Granted, 45 minutes of that was just trying to get the fucking rowboat to work. <laughs>
1: And then another 45 trying to get that crate onto the boat, which does nothing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we also just spent like 45 minutes on a red herring, just trying to get these chains onto like these little crates to load them onto the ship. And we're like, wait, does this actually make us progress in any way? No, (laughs) let's just keep going. But the the question with this is,
1: Um, does it even matter? Like, what is progression? Like, we were having fun. Therefore, it was the exact right thing to do.
3: You know, I think that that is overly reductivist. Um, that's, but were those words? Nobody knows. So, I think <laughs> what I mean to say is, like, this game has a discrete goal It's to get to the exit sign. And you, it, it's reasonable to find progress is going towards that goal. And you can have fun in games in ways that is not making progress. Like, uh, you know, Titanfall 2 is just fun to run around and, like, play parkour for a little while. But, like, this doesn't, you know, progress the game i think it's reasonable Mm. to make the distinction that fun is not necessarily progressing the game and progressing the game is not necessarily fun Um, if that's the case you've made mistakes somewhere along the way but it's possible right but i guess like you know i always have my
1: own meta goal on top of every game which is just like i try to have the most fun that's what i try to do and and like fuck the progression in the game if it doesn't need to happen like it reminds me of um dead cells I was reading a review of Dead Cells and they said, yeah, well, I painted myself into a corner because I never unlocked any new weapons because I thought the best way to progress was to get my flask up and to get whatever up and to do all these upgrades that felt like they would make my character permanently stronger as opposed to buying into trying new weapons and having variety. And I just looked at that and I went like, dude, were you not trying to have fun? Because if you were trying to have fun, just get new weapons, you know, where well, I look here and I'm like, oh yeah. Like, I, I'm not saying that like, you know, it they were not too long or they were too long. or I'm not even trying to really comment. I'm just saying that, like, to me, like, we had a ton of fun. So, therefore, like, I achieved my goal, my outside of the game goal. And that's
3: all that matters to me. Mm. So, that actually segues really well into the only, like, even semi-gripe. Well, the major semi-gripe that I have with this game. So, um, you're saying with the Dead Cells example that, like, these people are trying to play the game optimally and are, therefore, not having fun. If... Optimal gameplay is not fun. Like, this is a design problem. Uh, And Human Fall Flat sort of has this in the sense that, like, the exploits are really easy to find. So, like, I figured out how to climb after, like, an hour of gameplay or something like that. Um, And I started to just want to use this as a golden hammer against, like, every problem that we encountered. Which is, like, not a fun way to play the game because, like, the act of climbing is just kind of tedious and slow. But it's, like, probably going to be faster than you know playing with this cool like truck that they give you to play with um or or goofing around with these wires and stuff like that um but like it's the optimal way to progress and like feeling like you're you're slowing down to enjoy the game is a little bit weird uh it's like not a big problem because this game is so sandboxy and is really on the face about it um and so it is just like here's Solve them if you feel like it. Otherwise, don't we don't care. Um like it's fine with this game, but like they definitely have a little bit of that where the optimal way of progressing is like unfun. Um Yeah. You know, and
1: I totally see that. And a lot of games have that. I just I wonder if it is not you know, I I I think this 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 topic is always framed, especially when you're looking at like game reviews and stuff, it's always framed as The developer needed to do a better job to force me into variety in my gameplay. They needed to do a better job to force me into trying out new weapons because I didn't because this one was just strong and I wanted to use it. And there's some merit to that, certainly. But I, as a player, think there is a responsibility that we're not talking about on us to maybe make light choices that we have in our own wheelhouse towards fun as opposed to towards anything else. And I do that all the time in all of my games. I constantly try out new weapons, even if it means I'm burning my upgrade shards. I'm doing whatever. I'm just trying to do what I know is fun in the game because I know what it is for me. And I'm not asking the developer to force me into it. They can give me tools to do it better. But to me, I'm like, I know this will be fun, so I'm going to do it. And that is well rewarding enough for me.
3: I think that is like a reasonable and appropriate way to play games, but I still think it's a problem if the designers have made it so that the optimal way of playing the game is is disjoint with the fun way of playing the game. Like, that's still a problem if you have to make that choice.
1: Yeah. I mean, I can see that. I just, I just am honestly confused at why so many people make the choice of having less fun in order, in order to progress. And it's like, what are you doing? I mean, honestly, I'm confused. Like, I honestly don't understand. Like, you could just play another game. Like, I don't understand why you would choose to not have fun when fun is an option that like, because you know i'm 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 serious because games are all about choice player choice um to varying degrees and i feel like you make choices all day long back to front with all sorts of different games from multiplayer to puzzle tactics to whatever it's all about choices right and then when i see a player presented with fun and not fun and they choose not fun i just cannot fathom
3: it i mean people have fun in different ways right like in general, a lot of people will enjoy getting progress. They enjoy making progress with things um, and like saying, in order to make progress you have to do these things that you don't like doing um, it is kind of jarring and not, not jarring, but not not good. There are better words for not good, but I'm going to go with not good.
1: <laughs> I'm enough. a wordsmith. No, fair enough. You're, I guess you're just saying like that some people want to progress, like that's like ultimately what they they want to do, and they it's you should make that is, fun.
3: It's also what the game is telling you to do. Like right. this is definitely wasn't the case in Human Fall Flat, but like a lot of games will have this like nagging objectives window that's like, hey, have you done the thing yet? You got to do the thing, or they'll have like a Navi type character who's like, hey, hey, <laughs> talk to Impa or whatever. And have you like, tried
1: using the gloves on the toilet? Like. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd had a Navi there. I yeah, know. Well, no. I, the gloves is all immediately. It was... Anyway. Yeah. Um, so I don't what... know, I just
0: found sometimes, like, when I was playing, like, as soon as somebody got a checkpoint, like, I just, like, went and killed myself. Because I was like, oh, sweet. We can progress. <laughs> I can stop trying to get this, like, picture-perfect, like set up for my character and maybe it was because i think around that time that i was actually relying on that to progress like it was late because this is when like brandon and adam and i were playing and at that point i had played for like four hours straight of human fall flat and i was just kind of tired and wanted to go to bed so i was like sweet we can go on right. <laughs> and, like throw myself over the edge that's
1: so dark um, for a game like this cheery <laughs> just like good i can kill myself now
3: like Like, what the hell? (laughs) Notably, there is an option in the menu to just load checkpoint. You don't have to hurl yourself off a cliff to progress. But it's also very fun to do so. (laughs) (laughs) This is fair. Yeah, if you want to take the fun route as opposed to the optimal route, that's a good way to do it.
0: Yeah. There's something (laughs) funny about your little ragdoll, like, animation as you're just, like, hit the ground and you're just, like lying there stunned for a second and then your character just kind of like crawls back to life.
3: <laughs>
1: and like if multiple they do give people die a good, one... Oh, go ahead.
3: <laughs> they give a good uh, usage of the steam achievements there where the first time you jump off a cliff, it says there is no escape as an achievement. Right. right.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of
1: moments in this game where you've like fallen off something or like you've both died at the same time and then you spawn and you sort of like end in just like a puddle of, a doughy creature and then like your character like just like did anyone notice that like the heads are actually quite expressive like actually yeah like yeah you know you like turn and look at someone and then it, like their character would or like for, i guess from their perspective they would see you looking at them and it was just hilarious like that would happen a lot when i would like fall on the ground and i'd be like in a puddle with someone i would just like look over at them like oh hey and like it's <laughs> just so funny i don't know it's just the little things like that but it's so funny
0: it's another reason why I think playing this game co-op is really enhances the gameplay in a way just because of that third party view of your actions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the first p- time I was playing with Gabe and McCoy, I have never laughed so hard in a game before just because it was so funny, like seeing a rope swinging and McCoy being like, okay, I'm going to time it and I'm going to jump and I'm going to grab it and just see his character just like jump. And then just fall because he didn't <laughs> grab in time or
5: something like that.
0: <laughs> um, like, yeah, it's, it's really funny to just see that second hand, but also just have people witness to your own blunders as well. Um, I, know, I know I had a lot in my gameplay um, with Gabe and McCoy, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I think it just really enhanced that in ways that playing it on your own couldn't necessarily do.
3: Yeah. yeah. I think I this play- game is okay. playable as a single player game, but it's very definitely better as a multiplayer game. Absolutely. Which
0: makes me curious because I was, I was doing some, like, getting just an overall view of what people's sentiments were of Human Fall Flat. And oddly enough, of most of the games that I was able to find reviews for that we have played so far for Game Club, Human Fall Flat was one of the lowest. Wow rated games that i found
1: i think we're gonna be the
2: opposite um, of that when it comes to the end of this yeah for real <laughs> i think we also just yeah. like needed some lighthearted bs fun though <laughs> yeah and that's so but also
0: i think i think it was because the people writing the reviews that were playing it single player so they were like oh um, yeah it's cool you have yeah. this little doughy character that you can customize up and like yeah i drew a butt crack on my character so it's really funny he has a little booty and like eh, the puzzles are cool like it's stale really easily like blah 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 and i'm just like like it it's i'm curious and I wasn't able to find any, like, reviews of somebody who had chosen to play co-op mode with friends on some, you know, drunken night. And, I don't know, have, have a really fun experience that way. And I wonder if the game would have been rated more highly if that was the case.
3: So you're saying this game was, I mean, it was still rated very, very positive on Steam.
0: Yeah, but it was on the lower end of that. Like, I think I saw... Like Metacritic on the critics end gives it like a seventy-two average that's, out of a hundred.
2: That feels like it should be a pretty good score, but because this is twenty nineteen, that's like low.
3: Games reviewing is a nightmare. It's like seventy or
2: lower is a fail. It's not just yeah, games just reviewing. I saw a in a supermarket, there was a, like, rate our performance out of five stars. <laughs> All right. And five stars, like, if you rate it five stars, it showed, like, green five stars, yellow four stars, and then red for three through one stars.
1: Yeah. It's like the MPS. Are you guys familiar with that? The net promoter score?
0: Right. Yeah.
1: It's like no. you need to get... The premise is how much would you recommend X product and the idea is, oh God, I don't remember the exact bounds. I think it's, maybe Zoe, you can help me with this, but it's like 10 and 9 are like, you would recommend it to a friend and like 8 and 7 and maybe even 6 or something like that are like you're neutral, which is a bad score. Like you would never want them to be neutral about your product. And then below that is like, they hate your fucking product and you have a fucking problem. So, you need to be. Right, yeah.
0: They were like, think of it like percentages. So, an 8 is an 80%. Would you be happy with a B minus? And it's like, I don't know. If I were a B minus student, I'd be happy with that. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
2: that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Great inflation is. 80% of it
3: was great. (laughs) And then you see people like, uh, I think Donkey in in his video, like at the end of when he reviews games, um, he gives like a. A rating and it's usually it usually comes off as very harsh but he's like yeah there are a lot of good games out there and a lot of games aren't good so like i'm not gonna tell you these games are good when they're just
1: average (laughs) he also (laughs) fucks with that rating a lot too where he'll be like nine out of 17 and you'll be like what (laughs) like he but he'll also do it for comedic effect too where he'll just like he'll sing the entire praise of a game for three and a half minutes and then end with one out of five just because like (laughs) at the end so yeah yeah that's true i hope metacritic doesn't aggregate his scores because that would really fuck with the average (laughs) 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 yeah but no but wait so so going to your point about just like people playing this game solo i find this to be just the most massive problem with games in general like specifically multiplayer games and games reviewing like it is sadness to me like i i hear it's the same choice of like Would you choose to have fun with this game or would you choose to not? It's like people playing Borderlands alone. It's like, okay, it's probably all right, I guess, but you're missing like the game, you know, the whole rest of it. And it's the same with multiplayer games when people say, oh yeah, you know, I I solo queued in this game forever and it was not that fun because people are kind of toxic. It's like, okay, I get that that is an option and sometimes I'll do it, but like you really ought to play with people because that's what it's there for. And if you don't, I feel like you're really missing on what this actually is. Mm-hmm. and it happens all the time yeah. it's really sad like when it's really sad to hear people say that about a multiplayer game like a co-op game like oh yeah i played actually i was gonna say payday but that's a bad example because i feel like payday with random people actually might be the best experience with random people you could possibly have because if they turn on you that's like in story that's like already <laughs> relevant <laughs> But anyways, uh, you just hear it a lot, a lot of people say like this multiplayer game wasn't fun by myself, and I just I look at it like, yeah, multiplayer games are mostly not fun
3: by yourself, like period, I mean, but this sometimes game? they they try to conceal that though like battlefield the battlefield games like the the basic unit of a battlefield game is like the squad, and you pretty much need like five people to play with before like the game is even like it makes sense, but like the way it is built is like this is a game that you can just join up and, you know, just play some Battlefield or whatever. and
2: Because like, they'd sell a third of the copies if they were honest about needing five players. Are you telling me that EA games and Dice
3: Entertainment are in it for money and not for artistic achievement? Yes. <laughs> Inconceivable. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. But, like, that's what I'm saying is, is, like, a lot of games will do that for, you know, it it may make sense for their their personal calculus to do that, but like games that they will let you play games in a way that is suboptimal uh, in terms of fun because right like Human Fall Flat would not be great playing alone, but you could do it. It's definitely I, better with friends, but
2: I definitely think it's better with friends because like you're digging around with your friends and that's amazing. Um, but. When I was playing by myself, I definitely had more of the feeling of, wow, I'm such a boss. I'm solving all these puzzles so quickly. Mm -hmm. Which is a great feeling. Um, And like, I definitely approached the game a little bit differently. Where when I was alone, I was like, all right, new room. How do I solve this room? And when I was playing with Adam, I was like, all right, let me hit Adam in the head with this log. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And uh, and so, um, I mean, the, it's like, like, it definitely was more fun with friends, but I, I feel like I was playing it for a different reason, almost. <laughs> um, and I enjoyed both of them.
0: yeah it's almost like two completely different games almost right. in that sense and i think that the might be partially this version versus the dick around version
5: yeah
1: it might partially be because of you know the friend group dynamic that you had also like i could see myself yeah. playing with some friends of mine that would be down to just solve it and wouldn't mess around at all it would be like military comms in this game just like yeah. you <laughs> move that here you know like yeah. <laughs> but um yeah that's cool it's so cool that you were able to play this solo and have fun like that's just such a that's such a testament to this game man that it can scale all the way up player-wise and it's just ridiculous and fun the whole way that's awesome
5: so
0: one thing i thought was interesting was that i i the game has very limited levels i think really in total it has like what 10 or something like there's really not a lot of levels in this game. And so I was curious if the game developers were going to open up like a build your own level sort of sandbox tool, which doesn't sound like they are. It just sounds like they're going to leave the game as it is and not give people the tools to create their own levels. And I thought that was interesting Um that they would make that creative choice, I guess, to not allow people to create more levels if they were really enjoying the experience. But then again, like with on second thought, I feel like because what we had talked about prior with this game being very fail safe and being there being multiple ways to solve a level and it being very like, very fun to just either fling yourself across a place or like meticulously place boxes on top of one another, like because it's that intensively focused on like that physics portion, like perhaps people creating their own levels would have the game lose its charm almost. Like, what do you guys think about that?
3: I think that's a really good analysis is like the puzzles in this game feel like they are kind of loose and goofy, but like, Every single encounter in this game, I'm sure, with, like, a lot of work has gone into each of them. Because they are interconnected with each other. Um, there are multiple solutions that a person could see and then just execute on. Like, these puzzles are really well-crafted puzzles for the type of game this is. Um And, like, you can certainly give people the option to, like, make their own things. And this is disregarding, like, having to deal with, like, the modeling engine or whatever they have, which probably is not user-friendly. Um, but it we, like ordinary people are not as good at designing puzzles as the team that made this game
5: yeah I say just Agreed. let them
1: but I say like who cares because like to me that would be something you would do after all these levels and so your options are you stop playing the game or you play the top rated levels and just see what weird people are making not weird people what weird levels people are making um what weird people are making levels I guess so could be that too I won't judge on the person but the point is just like I don't know fuck it man like cuz like I think of Halo 3 and like Halo 3 had forge and you weren't like sitting there looking at the forge made levels and being like I just wonder why this doesn't have the same level of competitive integrity that these normal maps do like you sit there <laughs> and go like okay so we're both set up in this half pipe sort of situation in the sky and we're using uh explosive barrels to roll down The sides of this mountain to try to like kill each other and it's not like anything you've ever experienced before like i could see in this game making a level where it's just like two teams lines of trebuchets and you're trying to just blow each other up or something like or shoot like rocks at each other to try to knock them off and like fuck it why not someone wants to make that sounds amazing (laughs) like that like, who cares? I, like, cause, and I think, it, you know, even worse comes to worse if someone makes a level that is more of a traditional level, it would just, I think, emphasize how good these original levels are. When you'd be like, oh, this level's not as fun. I wonder why. But, like, for some of the crazy shit, do it, man. Do it. Fuck it.
2: My initial thought on that is that Human Fall Flat 2 is going to have a level creator.
1: Hmm. I could see that. Like, they just wanted to take it from the beginning, and they didn't want to, like, pry it into this thing.
2: Right, and they they wanted to, you know, make another game and have people play that, and not just the levels other people made. I could see that. Yeah, I'm just always like... Is there like, going to be a human fall plat too, or is that just something you're making up? Oh, I'm making that up entirely. Okay. That's just my guess, is that it'll be part of the sequel.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> I think this might be one of the only games... Not one of the only games, but one of the very few games, the select elite games that is actually better understood through one of those over-the-top YouTube playthroughs where everyone is just, like, literally on cocaine and they just, like, can't stop shouting the whole time um, (laughs) than it actually is through a discussion like this or a review. Like, it might be one of the only few ones where you're like, yeah, those crazy YouTubers actually nailed this. Because it really is just about ridiculous fun the whole time through. Mm. And I feel like I'm just constantly trying to articulate how can I, in good you know, terms articulate just ear to ear smiles, laughter as just ridiculous bullshit happens in front of me. And I'm just so thankful to witness it, you know, Mm.
3: I mean, I think that that's like, we kind of, you can't like speak about that experience really. Um, And this game definitely gave to lesser or greater degrees that, that experience, but um, like there's still a lot of analysis that someone can do from like a more academic perspective, of this game, um, like, you know, the puzzle design and the art direction and stuff like that. Oh no, I, yeah, I don't mean to say that
1: someone couldn't do it. I just mean like, I hate those playthroughs where people are like on high octane the whole time and it's not real, but like, this is a perfect game that puts you on high octane the whole time. And I love it. And it's just funny to have a really civil discussion about it afterwards and just think like, this is so tonally different than the game. I cannot even begin to explain it. Like, like, th- like this discussion we're having here is a very good one. I'm glad we're having it. But it is, it is, does not like fit the intensity or weirdness or cutesiness of what that game was because you can't like, that's just such a weird thing. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I-
3: I'm watching the trailer for the game, and, like, they they are barely even, like, indicating that this game has puzzles in, like, the, the <laughs> trailer that's on Steam. It's, like, for the most part, it seems to be, like, a gaggle of strangely dressed yogurt creatures swarm around various physics objects and half of them fall into cliffs. Like that's it's just that over and over
2: again. Like there's not really an
3: indication that there are puzzles. It almost looks like there this is not a game that has puzzles at
2: all. So Um, about three weeks ago, they just posted to their Steam page Attention, YouTube streamers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm out. Uh Fuck that. I'm out.
2: (laughs) Um want early access to brand new human fall flat content. We're looking for streamers who'd like access to exclusive Human fall flat content before anyone else. So apparently they are still working on this game. Should hit them up. I streamed one time. And they want yeah. over-the-top, high-octane, on-coke <laughs> people to be playing it. <laughs> so they understand how to present this game correctly.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. Like, there is a really high need right now and a high desire and, and uh, yeah, need, I guess, for games like that that are just silly and that are well-played in high-octane, crack-crack-dealing, say cocaine, doesn't matter. Anyways, like, you know, situations. Like, it's 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 interesting. There There are a number of them that you see bounce around YouTube all the time. And you look at them and you're like, this totally fits. Like, I think another game that I really want to play, and maybe I'll make us play it sometime is stick fight. Um, oh
3: yeah. oh yeah. 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 I've seen that. So that game sounds is... like the
2: sort of game that Adam has seen. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> is that just because it sounds like a game? Like I, <laughs> I no, it,
2: just sounds just like, it sounds like, it sounds <laughs> like a janky reductivist indie game. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like those old flash games from when we were
1: younger. Like, uh, the classic one is, uh, the matrix flash game guys anyone play mm. that one where it's like you oh, could yeah. slow down time and like run off walls and shit? It was potentially the coolest thing I've ever seen and it was all downhill from there. Um, <laughs> but like that, the premise of this game is just, yo, there's four people that can barely control themselves like trying to like and barely control these weapons like shooting guns or whatever. And they're falling from the sky and like they're knocking things over and it's all just a 2D world. And uh, A, it's super fun. B, they also have a level editor in that game. And recently, I haven't actually played it yet with a group of people again, but I downloaded a ton of custom-made levels. And I think that is, like, the perfect fit. And I'm so excited for just the crazy hellholes that people devise for four people to try to, like, survive and kill each other. So, it's just, you know, hey, high-octane fun. Sometimes it's actually really really nice. You know? Yeah. I think that yeah.
3: it's important to hit your, like, know what your audience is and to target them. And Human Fall Lab definitely does that. Like, it has other stuff outside of that, but, like, the the point of this game is to, I think, goof around. Um, And they really give you what you need to do that. And there's a vague goal in mind, but it's not, like, something you really have to care about.
2: Yeah. So, yeah.
3: Just a quick note. Apparently there
4: is a a modded version of the game where you can play custom-made levels. That's awesome.
5: Oh,
1: interesting. I would do it one last. I think we should just do maybe like final wrap up or whatever comments. I, one last thing I want to say is that this game had local co-op that you can also play online with people. And that was super rad. So it was Zoe and her boyfriend on the same computer playing with me. And then eventually with Adam. And like, that's just a cool way of getting people together. They just needed two controllers or whatever. They might've only needed one. I don't know, but like that is
0: No, we use. Yeah. We hooked two controllers up to my laptop and then, yeah, just uh, Discord called you guys, and yeah, we were able to play on one screen, split screen, and it was perfectly fine. I thought it would definitely like be very limiting to like how small the area you're looking at is, but it actually didn't feel all that reductive to me, so yeah, it was a really cool experience. That's
1: just fun, man. I miss that shit. I miss friends coming over to my house and playing Halo split screen on my computer, well no, it was my Xbox, and or going over to GameStop for that matter. And then the, us being in a group and playing online with other people. Like that is just such a cool experience where you're sort of still playing online but you're also getting that local experience at the same time. Super rad.
5: Yeah. Yeah.
1: For sure. Should we do thoughts? adam you want to start with uh, your review of this game you know start from the yeah. beginning and it's a uh, thousand words approximately and get to the end so so how many so you are we still doing the thumbs thing we will do the do the thumbs thing until i tell you to stop
3: doing the thumbs <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay so i give this um uh 1428 thumbs um out of some number i won't tell you how many no <clears> yeah denominator not important <laughs> <laughs> uh, no i thought this was was a good game um it's like it is just like fun it's hard to put into words what it is that makes this game particularly good and i think that's because a lot of it is a social aspect um of just goofing around with friends but they they appropriately created the environment where you can goof around with friends and they give you all the tools you need to kind of do that Admittedly, we were also on Discord, and there's not, like, a chat wheel in this game, so, like, I don't know how this would have been without Discord, um, or playing with randos. Um, But the experience that I had with this game in the, you know, three or four hours of it that I played um, was generally quite positive. Um, Again, a little bit of worries about the golden hammering your way through every puzzle, but, again, like, with the theming of this, not the theming, but, like, the clear intent of this game is that they don't really care whether or not you solve puzzles so it makes it feel a little bit less bad when you solve them in a non-optimal way yeah
5: i i would just say
1: um two thumbs up from me like this is just fun um you know it's like i think it's up to you the player to to play this with the people that you think you would have fun with and in the way that you would have fun with and then just do it it's a totally great change of pace it's super fun like why not it's just rad um and you can make your own fun in this game. And I think that's what's kind of rad. Like when we're trying to put these hooks on a freighter thing to like move it or whatever. It's just like, we don't have to do that. But it's our own goal and we're just doing it. So fuck it. Why not? Um, yeah, I had a lot of fun. I'm really glad I played it. Like, this is not something I ever would have played on my own either. And I don't just mean like as a solo person, but I just mean like I would never pick this game. Up. It's not my style, but it's just fun. So nice. Nice. For
0: sure. Yeah. I will give the game one thumbs up, and echoing Adam and McCoy was a very fun experience, very great um, camaraderie when you play it as a co-op mode, lots of laughs to be had, lots of um, very creative ways to solve puzzles which I appreciated, especially the multiple ways that you could solve a puzzle. That was really cool. Um, I guess I lose one thumb and that's just because um i i feel like after a while to me the game got stale just because the little wonkiness of the physics in your character like it becomes an like expectation after a while and it becomes less funny as i played along with it um like the second full playthrough that i did um i didn't find it to be like as funny as the first time i played it maybe because i already knew what my character was going to react as um, which was unfortunate. Um, but I do hope that uh yeah, this game these uh game developers come out with more levels, more content. I would very gladly play them with y'all.
5: Awesome. What
2: do you think, James? Any thoughts? Uh my thoughts are that It's a two thumbs up. I'd recommend this to pretty much anyone. Um, I had a great time. Uh, Fun with friends, fun by myself. Uh, Silly physics puzzler. Just all around good time. Right on. Non controversial. (laughs) Yeah.
5: No no depression and anxiety. What are some themes?
1: (laughs) Anyone talk about the themes in this game? Oh,
3: jesus fair enough <laughs> yeah how, do, how did this how did this game approach mental illness
5: sorry
1: yeah that's a good what do question you... how did it approach suicide specifically don't you think that's a little unrealistic
4: anyways um yeah I mean, what the fuck um <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'm gonna give it uh one wait sorry wait thumbs? sorry this what? game
1: literally has i'm sorry i'm sorry this is suicide to progress that's like really bad right like it's okay. All right, all right. That's just okay. how life is, dude. No, but it literally is. You're like, oh, dude, my friends have just left me behind. I might as well, anyways, anyways. That's what
4: Zoe was saying. I'm serious, anyways. Right. Okay. No, no. Oh. Sorry, Gabe. Go on. This I'm game sorry. is taking a dark turn. Um, <laughs> no. I'm gonna give it a, I think one and a half thumbs, if that's legal, uh, because I think for all the things that everyone has said before, um, I think it's a, you know, it's a great game. Uh, fun little like kind of side thing to play it's not necessarily like super serious or um, has like any serious messages uh, And it's fun to just kind of problem solve and you don't necessarily have to do it the way that you know of what's in front of you you can kind of carve your own path and find your own way to do things um, my only detriment uh, for me personally is that I'm not sure how much I would play this game solo I mean, James loved it, but me personally, I don't know if I would enjoy playing this game uh, alone. So, and I've, I've had kind of mixed things with uh, Randy's in the game. Um, but, you know, with friends, uh, it's an amazing game to play.
5: Nice. Cool.
1: Mm-hmm. This might be our um, highest rated game. It's possible. I mean, Adam did give like 7, 8,000 dollars. I 8, feel like we say thumbs. that
0: like every week with the exception of the cat lady. Because I think Celeste, we were also pretty positive about that.
1: That's true. It would probably be battling so, with Celeste.
3: Yeah, but what you guys stars? don't need to worry about another high-ranking game. Um, because nice. my pick
0: next.
5: <laughs>
3: um, and the game, actually, I think this game is good. Um, and I'm interested to see what you guys will think of it. But I'm going to make you guys play a game called Spelunky. Mm, um, okay. And I'm going to ask that you play the original version of Spelunky, which was released in like 2008 or something like that, and not the reboot that was made in 2013. Um, I will put a link in, in chat for you guys to see. But uh, yeah, Spelunky is a roguelike platformer, and I'm excited to see how much rage it induces in you guys.
5: Lovely. <laughs> it's just the one
1: with Can't the grappling wait. hook or no?
3: Uh, you have ropes, but I don't... I don't Oh yeah, you do kind of have a grappling hook. But asking, okay. "Is this the game with the grappling hook?" is not helpful. Are you Google? Um, <laughs> uh,
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well, sweet, I'm excited. Do you recommend that we yeah. change the text size in our terminal before we play this game, or no? uh That shouldn't
3: be a problem. This game was made in Game Maker, mm. uh, and the source code is actually available if you care about that. But you probably don't. So. Spelunky. Nice. I um, played
0: this. Isn't this co-op?
3: Uh, the HD remake is. Um, okay. The original Spelunky is not. Adam
1: doesn't want us to play with each other yeah. anymore. He's done with that shit.
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> games are a matter of quiet, solo, uh, quiet individual contemplation. Is this where Adam comes out and says, you know, I was playing Counter-Strike alone the other day and I just didn't have that much fun.
2: It's <laughs> <laughs> because it's a bad game. Yeah, bad games exactly. you don't enjoy yeah. by yourself
3: exactly no counter-strike is a good game i don't enjoy anyway oh huh. uh, that's very kind of you so that's that's what i got here awesome
1: um, let's wrap this bad boy up anybody got final words something you want to say any like you know digs they want to make before i hit end and then maybe the person doesn't have a chance to respond
0: adam will hear from my manager if i have a bad time this week
1: wow what if though there's just like another person that's always hired that like just comes to adam just like like saying some shit just like my client will not be playing
3: with you next week Uh, so so spelunky is difficult i don't expect any of you will make it much past world 2 Um, that's a challenge that's a challenge so it's like don't feel bad if you aren't doing well. I think this game has a lot of interesting little mechanical things to analyze, and I think that that is the approach that I'll be taking um going back and replaying this game um and I never actually beat it in the first place. my brother did, but I didn't um so it's difficult don't so expect you're to saying your brother game. is better than you. he played more of it, so you know that but he is yeah no in general he is this is just, just not proof <laughs>
5: <laughs> well fair enough
0: should we yeah. get your uh, brother uh, if on you the guys podcast have just it. like a strict
1: upgrade to you
3: <laughs> sorry what was that i said should we get your brother on the podcast as a strict upgrade or what i mean if you can convince him but he wants to purge himself from all internet records so oh good luck great choice